Hello, everybody. Welcome to a live episode of No Stupid Questions Show, uh, the show where we have two smart people and maybe more if folks call in and one stupid question. The No Stupid Questions Show. How are you doing, T. Lee? I am doing well, Jack. It is uh, the eve of July 4th. And there's a lot of thoughts I have about it. So what's the question? Really? So the question is, if, is Independence Day, July 4th, only for white people? Mm. You want to know my answer right now? Was that a pregnant pause there? Or? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it was pregnant. I think I already had this baby a couple days ago. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Well, yeah, I'd like to hear um, what, what T-League has to say about this. I, 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 it is. At this moment in history, it is. Wow. So yes, I guess thanks everybody for tuning in. I guess we're done because <laughs> for the longest, I used to recite the public enemy song that said, if you heard I was celebrating the fourth, that's a worldwide lie. Mm. But you know what? I'm switching up tonight. No, don't, don't do it. Don't. Do not be devil's advocate. I need you to be. I'm, in the I'm not being devil's advocate. I believe this wholeheartedly. Okay. All right. I, well, let's hear it. Shoot. I think <laughs> Independence Day is for all Americans. So it is not only for white people. Oh. Okay. So so now that you gave us the intro. What is the, because uh, you said you, the public enemy song was what you used to quote from. So what, what is, so tell me how that quote about the worldwide lie mm -hmm. and, and the, it's for everyone. How, how do those two not? Well, it's, it's an about face. It's an okay. about face. Um, because. Oh, when did you make this about face? Just curious. Well, um, actually. In doing a little research on the 4th of July, um, I, I, I gained new feelings about, about this. Um, some of it marries some of the old feelings I've had about Black Americans and um, where we fit in society in America. I think we are Black Americans. So if you're a Black American, maybe you need to celebrate the birth of the country that you live in. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I'm going to let you finish before I comment on that. Well, I mean, I do think this takes some dialogue, so we, I, I probably need to hear why you think we don't, or it is only for white people. But, you know, African-Americans have wrapped themselves in the American flag in many occasions. We do it every four years for the Olympics. We do it whenever our this country asks us to go to war. Um, we even do it when we join the police forces that are um, largely against us. And furthermore, <laughs> there's a furthermore. Okay. There's a furthermore. If we don't consider ourselves Americans, and which I think everyone considers ourselves American, the question is do we celebrate 4th of, the 4th of July? 
I think as an American, you have a right to criticize and you have a right to be unhappy with and you have a right to voice that and you have the right to fight against it. But that doesn't mean you're not proud to be an American. And if you're proud to be American, you can celebrate the birth of this nation. So that's where I am right now today. All right. All right. I know I've taken you back because you're like, what in the world? So I, I don't disagree with you that you can celebrate your birth. <laughs> I'm going to start there as, a, as my base. Okay. I actually, uh, so we may have to go back to the history books on this one. And, and you, you're more of a history buff than I am. Celebrating the birth of the country. Right. And it's really an interesting thing that I was I was I was kind of struggling with is, it, you know, I think it was commemorating the independence of this country. And from the perspective of at the time that this commemoration happened, black people, as I'll call them, I, I prefer that term to African-American, which we should have a show on. But black people were not citizens. So we did not partake of that, that, that certainly that first, first birth, I guess I'll call it. And, um, and, and the, the, that relates to, to the question because, and I, I fully support certainly, and am glad that I have the ability to do this show. I have the right to, to speak out, to voice my opinion in this country. Um, but when you say land of the free and home of the brave, I, I, I don't feel like that's, at, at, at this moment, now in history, so it was true in 1776 that we were not a part of that declaration. And it feels true now in 2020, which is scary because that's a big, 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 big gap. Right. Um, right. That we are partaking equally of what this country was based on that the the birth that you're talking about and so that's why I'm, i guess i'm kind of struggling between the birth of the country um and and i don't want to use the words birth of a nation and you know why and um, i might have used that on purpose and what the birth of the country birth of a nation oh oh did you use you didn't say that i didn't did say that no, no i knew it had come up uh-huh. <laughs> you know me so well. Right. So the birth of this country, of the United States of America, which is another thing that I'm struggling with. So speaking of Independence Day, birth of a country, whatever, the United States doesn't feel very united right now. So I think there are a lot of, as you said earlier, as Public Enemy has said, worldwide lies that if we want to be who we claim to be in the Declaration of Independence, in our title of United States of America, we have some work to do. And until then, I'm not sure that we should be celebrating. Okay. And I, and I, and I, I actually think as a, as a country, you know, I think that we should, we should take a step back. I think there's something that we need to, so, so if you ask me, we need a rebirth where everyone is going to be at the same level, particularly those in the black community who were excluded under that first 
commemoration. So when you say commemoration, you, you mean when the USA gained their independence from Great Britain? That's what you're talking about. So, well, so when, when, that, when it actually yes, happened. that's when that's when we first right. So let's yes, let's let's go back and you know I mean it's it is part of the the history of this, but yeah, that's what I am referring to is. July 4th, presumably 1776, right? Uh, 1777, I guess, would be the first time. they. Well, I don't know. Good question. But that's not the question for us today. So (laughs) so it's interesting. So so the Declaration of Independence was pronounced, adopted on July 4th, 1776. Correct. So. And, you know, I'm I'm just saying, I don't know if they celebrated first in 1777 or or when they started celebrating. But but it's interesting. There, there there were a lot of things that you said, and there are a lot of good fodder for conversation in there. As everyone knows, who can hear my voice, I am a <laughs> a good son of the South. Um, mm. Mm. That's saying a lot. Let me, let me it is that saying down. a lot. It's saying <laughs> a lot, and and I'm black. <laughs> That's why I'm saying that's saying a lot. You may want to clarify that one. (laughs) I just need to make that clear. And it's interesting because when the South, the part I was not in favor of, lost the war, when the Confederacy lost the war to the to the to the North, the Confederacy lost to the Union. Immediately after that, blacks had big celebrations for the Fourth of July because they were proud of the country in defeating the rebels, which the Confederacy was, the traitors, uh, and they were proud of it at that particular point in time. So they actually had big celebrations throughout history right after the Civil War to celebrate this. And it took a coordinated effort by the former Confederates to change the dynamic of the 4th of July celebrations. If you go back and look at history books at the time, white folks in the South were complaining about the good time that black folks were having during the 4th of July. And they started a reign of terror to stop that. So historically speaking, as a black son of the South, it's something we celebrated at the end of the Civil War, at least. And the white citizens didn't in the South. So I guess going on some of that history, a hundred years ago, they didn't think it was a bad thing to celebrate, even though they were in worse shape than by all accounts than we are now. Oh, um. I, you're stumped. You're trying to figure out where I'm coming from. So let, <laughs> me, let me speak some more and maybe I'll give you another opening to, to jump in here. As I said, I think part of being an American is, and and part of the foundations of this country is, well, let's speak about the foundations of this country. First of all, this country was built on the backs and the shoulders of black and brown and indigenous people. There are no other groups as much as white folks like to take credit for what America is. America would not be the country that it is if it was not for the labor of black, brown, and the exploitation, at least, of indigenous people. So while that is an ugly foundation for the black, brown, and indigenous people, 
where we are now, still in this country, we're not back in Africa. I think we can take some pride in the role or at least the the building of this country that 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 we participated in, not necessarily voluntarily, but we did it and made this country what it was anyway. It was wrong. Slavery was definitely wrong. The racist history that we have that we're still trying to combat after 300, 400 years, however you want to start counting it, it is still, you know, something we need to battle with with all energy and get rid of. And we know we have a long way to go, as the recent events have showed us. But that doesn't mean we're not Americans. And as Americans, at least the concept of Independence Day is a concept worth celebrating. So I, I, I actually would go to Colin Kaepernick, and I, I, I think the argument that you're making about this proud to be an American is separate from whether or not we celebrate at this moment. I don't think that not celebrating makes you not proud to be American. I don't think kneeling for the flag means that you do not respect the flag, you don't respect the people that fight under the flag, including Agreed. you know our ancestors, et cetera. So I do, I do separate those two. So again, I reiterate, just in case it wasn't clear, I am proud to be an American. And um, I know you are, and you're a good American at that. And so no but, I am proud, there's no but. And, and I was just I was just watching. Uh, this is going to be a total side point. Um, and Jay Leak, you can feel free to call in. The question is, is Independence Day, July 4th, only for white people? Now, I watched a uh, I watched Stephen Colbert, the late show, Stephen Colbert, and he had um, John Stewart on. OK. And, and John Stewart did a little bit of a course on the history of black Americans being deprived. And he actually said, while we were fighting for basic humanhood, white Americans were building equity. And so it was a very stark- Financial equity is what they're talking about? Yes, yes. I mean, we were were just looking to to get to, to, to the baseline and they were building. We just wanted to be, you know, on a level playing field. And he talked about, you know, the Homestead Act, he talked about all of the um, the Federal Housing Bureau and when that those those early loans were only made, they explicitly excluded black people from being able to build wealth. The GI Bill. Um, Correct. So 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 I, I feel like there are some things. So I don't feel like you can. So all those GIs that fought, they were proud, but they were not given the the respect of being treated like their peers in this country that supposedly had the unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And those things do not, I don't, they don't ring true for, for black Americans in this time. And maybe the worldwide lie that we've been telling ourselves is something that it's about time that we stop telling to ourselves. And as part of that, the celebration of this, the and, and I, what I've been saying is the 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 view of this as just a holiday where we can just barbecue and perhaps 
in, in commemoration, so I'm not going to use the word celebration, in commemoration, we need to look back at those principles and figure out how we are doing against them. And we're not doing well as it relates to the black community. So, so when no you argument. say, so, so, I, so I guess, you know, this question of, is it only for white people? It should be for all American citizens as an American holiday. Unfortunately, the, the banner that it, it stands for, just like the flag that we knelt for, we need to do some kneeling as it relates to that. And we'll talk about that at the end of the show. <laughs> Okay, and and I don't argue. You're absolutely right that it has been systematic. It has been continual discrimination against black people in this country. No question about it. Well, the question is, I, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. But the question on celebrating Independence Day, and it's a tough question. It's and not I stupid. guess it's not stupid. <laughs> I guess what, when, when I think of Independence Day and I think of what, what the ideal was, what the concept is, the concept of liberty and justice for all, I don't think has ever been attained in this country. I don't know how you attain that when the country's origins include killing, raping, and, 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 and moving out indigenous people. I don't know how you go from that to a country that has liberty and justice for all, but, but that is aspirational. And to me, Independence Day is a point in time where we can celebrate the aspiration. And that celebration should be more than just for, for white people. I see R. Reader Jr. in at the live studio. R. Rita Jr., feel free to call in if you like. T. Lee? Yes. What do you think? So I'm not questioning that it should be. <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm concerned about, is the should versus the is. Okay. So, you know, I was just, there's an article in The Atlantic, which we'll provide a link to. Well, also... Uh, so the, it talks about Frederick Douglass's speech, what it, to the American slave is your 4th of July. And it was done in 1852 to a mostly white crowd. And so it was, you know, the, the major gist of it was the 4th of July is yours, not mine. Um, Correct. And then it does, the Atlantic article talks about that a little over a decade later. So to your point, after the Civil War, Blacks like Frederick Douglass began making the anniversary, as they say, the glorious anniversary, their own, right? So the fourth became an almost exclusively black holiday in the states of the former Confederacy. Because the, the Confederate South. folks in the South, to your point, were not, they, they were not happy about the quote unquote United States of America. So right, they just time, lost the war. Right. We, were, we were not united, right? We were in name only. And so, you know, before the Civil War, very different, right? It was almost the only holy day that was kept in America. But um, Black Americans were less enthusiastic. Of course, when we got, you know, our freedom, which we've talked about, is... is, is have, have we gotten our have freedom? We, have we? Exactly. And so that's when 
that turning point happened for African-Americans because I think there was a perception that today in 2020, we are still, I, I think we need to confront the fact that that was not freedom. That was not independence. As much as we might have wanted it to be, as much as it should have been, it was not. And it continues to this day in, in other forms. So, so I think getting back to what you say is, is July 4th as Independence Day only for white people? Yes. I think as a day to reflect on where our country is and maybe we change the name. <laughs> I think that that I would I would be on board with because I'm I'm willing to have the difficult conversations. But I think a lot of especially with with white Americans given the legacy it's it's a hard conversation that they don't necessarily want to have. You know, I mean, you hear the people who say, hey, slavery's over, get over it. Well, there are other there are things that kind of get in the way of us getting over it. So so today, today, the Independence Day, quote unquote, July 4th should be a day where we look at what was initially intended as much as we revere, you know, the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence, again, at that time, it did not include us, the Black community. No argument here on that. It, it did not include us. And, and you can argue today that it still doesn't include us 100%. Well, that's that's what I'm arguing. And But I guess my question is, so what does that mean for Columbus Day? And, and I guess you, and, and this is a little lighthearted comment, and I... Maybe I need to lighten the mood a little bit, but um, uh oh, don't don't lighten it too much. When people think you make it light, <laughs> well, I celebrate Cinco de Mayo, and I have nothing to do with Cinco de Mayo other than it is a celebration of a country gaining independence from an oppressor, and I think that should be celebrated anytime that happens. So I'm even willing to help or at least not be against white people celebrating their independence from Great Britain. I want them to celebrate it. I want them to think about how important that was to them because I think that has to highlight the hypocrisy when they don't treat, and Jay Leak is calling in, so I'm letting them in now, but that has to highlight the hypocrisy when they don't treat fellow black and brown and indigenous people in America the same way. Jay Leak, what do you think? Good, good evening. Can everybody hear me? We can hear you. How's everyone doing? Pretty good. And yourself? Good, good, good. Making the so is Independence good. Day only for white people? So the question I pose is, if there was no independence from Great Britain, would we have seen a Juneteenth? Would we have been as far along, even though we have a long way to go, would we have been in this position had that never happened? Is that part of the evolution of America for them to gain independence from Great Britain and then for a group of people, black people specifically, to fight for their independence? Is that in the DNA of this country? Is that the DNA of colonialism? So. I put that out there because I, I think 
one perspective can be, yes, we should celebrate that as a progressive step in getting us to the point where we ultimately had to fight for our independence. So without that happening first, we may not have been where we are today. So so I like the question. So and you were breaking up a little bit there. So I just repeat your question was, would we have a Juneteenth if we didn't have a July 4th? Uh, is it a progression from one event to the next? And T. Lee, since J. Lee raised that question, it just seems right that you answer it first. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to let you take the first crack at it. Well, as you know, the name of this show is No Stupid Questions. And right. thank you, Jay Leak, for that. No, not not stupid question, I guess. <laughs> I would say we, <laughs> I'm trying to think of, I would say we would, and but I think it would be very different and it might've been earlier. And I say that because, and I, you know, Jag will check my, my history on this. Um, but there was a movement much earlier in terms of abolition and, um, you know, the, because obviously Europe were, were, were slave traders. There were, you know, slave traders all over um, of African slaves. And um, the movement was a little late in the United States. So my question is, would it have come earlier? Would it have been more enforced? Would it have? So, so I actually... Think that and 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 you know it's interesting because I also think that to, to what what initially kind of I think about with this is the juxtaposition of Juneteenth and July Fourth, and the fact that we have a Juneteenth which is celebrating of the Black sort of presence here and and uh, independence for the Black community against you know independence from Britain and to to Jay League's point this evolution means that the the white version of it. It is for white people, the Independence Day version, and that the, the Juneteenth version is the black people's version. And uh, so I'm not sure if if that makes it clear that they come together at some point. And I think that's that's what we've been struggling with all along. So it's a very interesting because I think it's kind of a macro version or sort of a micro version of what's happening on a, a broader perspective is how can we come together to celebrate where we are as a country, given that evolution. And, and I think that is the challenge that I think we have in just saying, okay, July 4th, let's, let's celebrate where we are. When, where we are, especially at this moment in time, I have to say, I, 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 I'm, I'm struggling with it. I'm struggling with it as something that is to be celebrated, really. And I guess that's where we may differ a little bit, because I'm not saying let's celebrate where we are. I think we have a lot of work to do to get to a better place. I'm saying let's celebrate the concept, the concept of freedom and justice for all. But how can it's, we celebrate the concept if it doesn't, if it's... Uh, well, I, I think mean, it helps shine a light. It can help shine a light on that there's not freedom and justice for all in this country. I, 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 I don't agree with that. So I, I don't, I think, go ahead, Jay Lee. Yes, I, I think that's a, a valid point. It, it's if Independence Day represents a moment in time for, it's an expression of what someone fought for and accomplished. 
And we are still working towards that. And we have made what I would consider some progress. I don't think it's ideal progress. There could be that frame of mind that Independence Day is I'm, I'm celebrating this day and reminding people that I'm continuing to fight for that same status that the American that American Independence Day represents. So, but I also agree, Tanya, that do we call this American that's, Independence Day, and then do we call it to you? <laughs> what did I call you? Tea leak to you. What did I just call you? <laughs> by my, by my uh, birthday. Oh, your government. No government. I'm sorry. Yeah. No stupid questions. No government name. I got you. I got you. I'm, I'm clear. All right. <laughs> so I, I, I get that. And I, and I think it's, 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 it's how you frame it and your perspective. But I, I do think, and, and I, I asked the question and you answered, you think it may have happened sooner, but based on the reality of what has transpired in history. It is what it is. That's the sequence of events. And once again, the question is, it seems as though American history has led to the American independence, then led to black, I don't even want to call it independence, but Juneteenth, I'll right, name what it is, right. Juneteenth, right. Um, which is an ongoing effort to accomplish the aspiration of everyone enjoying life, liberty, and, pers and the pursuit of happiness. Um, so. Okay, let me, let me ask this question. I got two questions, actually. First is to, to Jack. Jack, how do you celebrate Cinco de Mayo? That's used a good be, question. Used to, used to be Corona, but I'm sorry. <laughs> Besides my tacos and beer, which I have, <laughs> uh, and margaritas. Well, that's a good question. Uh, but I guess I support. <laughs> Don't say but, and. It's a good and, question, and. And I do support the concept of <laughs> a country overthrowing their oppressors, right? And since I happen to be in what I still think is, you know, in, in 50 years, it's going to be very hard to figure out who won the Mexican-American war when you sit in a place like Houston, Texas. Um, mm -hmm. So history does get skewed over time and, mm -hmm. and circumstances. But maybe other than the tacos and beer, maybe I don't have a good answer for that. But I, I will flip and say my celebration of fourth may only be hot dogs and beer as well. So good question. I mean, <laughs> how, how, I, I don't do, I don't do fireworks myself. Uh, I have been to a few fireworks presentations, yeah. but um, good question. And for that, for that standpoint, how, how does white America celebrate the 4th of July? Exactly. So, so, and I, I, I asked the question specifically to get at when I look at and this is this is actually a whole separate thing we could probably do on holidays, which I had a very long sort of discussion with my um, my boyfriend about the 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 concept of these holidays, especially when they represent such a significant concept as what Independence Day is supposed to represent. Now, again, I'm not even going to say that white people celebrate it, you know, with 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 a mind to the. It's it's almost like Martin Luther King Day for us as well for the black community, right? A lot of people are like, I got the day off, I'm gonna sleep in. 
And there's no sort of recognition of this martyr, ultimately, that died for the equality of blacks and whites in this country. So, so, so let me, let me actually just mention to you. So, you know, to, to Jay Leek's point, I actually do agree that, you know, we can, we can celebrate the fact that we live in a country where we have many freedoms that others don't have. I'll say it that way. At the same time, we have to recognize that there are many freedoms in this country that other people have that black folks do not have. Okay. And, and with that, I think there comes um, a certain piece that we, we, we need to look at how we make people aware of that on this day. Because to your point, if, if you know, you can just, if, especially white America, if they can just have their beer and, you know, it's not tacos, would you say hot dogs and, you know, shoot off fireworks and not think about what's going on in this moment in time, particularly, because, you know, you've heard the term anti-racist. We need people to be strongly propon- proponents of and, you know, advocating for the, the equality that we say that, you know, we represent. And so um, I put out a proposal online and, and JAG supported me and Jay Leek has supported it, which is to have us all kneel. Um, it, so again, kneeling, I don't know if everyone knows the history with, um, with Kaepernick, but Kaepernick talked to a U.S. Marine to understand what he could do to protest that would not be disrespectful, that would show respect for his pride as an American, but that would still show that there is work to be done in, the, in, the, in honor of the values that that flag is supposed to stand for. And so similarly, I don't think that, you know, I don't want to be disrespectful. And so I am proposing that we kneel, the black community, whomever else is in support of this, that we kneel in public. So whether that's in your front yard or in the parking lot or whatever, um, that we kneel for eight minutes and 43 seconds, which is actually the length of time that the police officer kneeled, knelt, what is it, kneeled? (laughs) On George Floyd's neck. Um, at 5.25 p.m., which was actually the day of, um, of George Floyd's lynching. So with that, I think, one, if, if, if all of us did that, I think there would be a recognition of how significant kneeling on the neck of another human being for eight minutes and 43 seconds is. And it would require us to all take the time to be aware and to to really take that in because that is representative of how far we are from what we say we want to be. I'll stop there. Keep going. You're on a roll. (laughs) I was on a roll and I, I, but I felt that was a good time to stop. So I'm going to let you, Jay Lee, what, uh, yes. So, let me let me let me take a crack at responding to you. And, and of course, I think that is a great idea. And I think that is part of your First Amendment right of free speech, because that is a free speech act. I think that is what being an American is all about, because being American does not mean being uncritical. Being an American almost requires requires yes. criticism. Yes. I think people that 
if you're black or brown or an, or an indigenous person and you grin and bear it, to me, that's not being an, an American. Yeah. And if you're white and you ignore injustices and, and turn a blind eye to it, to me, that's not being an American. Freedom and justice for all requires vigilant action. It requires being on the lookout for things that are not right and trying to remedy. So, you know, I, I, I agree that that's an appropriate step. Call back in, Jay Leake. And I, I, I'm going to say he, he agrees with me. Because <laughs> he's got a good last name. <laughs> but, but that doesn't me, mean... Go ahead. I, I, I agree with everything you said, except that doesn't mean that Independence Day is only for white people. Because I think what you're saying is, as part of your celebration or acknowledgement of Independence Day, you want to put a spotlight on it and take this action and let other people see that there's more work that needs to be done. So it's like a continuation of dominoes. You want to build on, and it's a, it's a shame that we have to, but you want to build on the 4th of July to help make this country a better place. I can see how you might think that. <laughs> you confused me. I, I, so I... Uh, you know, and the question being, is Independence Day only for white people? Right. I think the concept of Independence Day is really, and, and so, so I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with you. It, it is a day that we should celebrate the concept of independence in light of where the black community is and where black people are under that banner, there is a need for us to, I don't know. I don't know that we can celebrate the concept. We have to acknowledge the importance of the concept and, and really make sure that we're doing something to create progress towards that, that concept for ourselves. And, and I, I just really, pray and can't stress enough to your point that having hot dogs and watermelon and yeah i'm probably rice. gonna skip on the hot dogs but well i will have some bur burgers burgers even steaks i know some of you are, are fancy fancy uh <laughs> folks i i think that is yeah that's that's what i think we need to do so is it just, is independence only for white people? No. Is Independence Day only for white people? Um, that's where I can agree with you that we all have a way in which we, we can acknowledge it. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, 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 I'm halfway there. I, I don't feel like I can say a, a full wholehearted- You, you don't want to throaty, commit yet. Throaty yes. So, so, <laughs> yeah. so, so let's hear what Jay Leak has to say and maybe we'll come back to you and you'll have completely converted. Jay Lee? Yeah, so so, so I, I, I agree. I think being part of the history of America, and if, if, if we as black people want to say that we are part of this history, we have to embrace both sides. And yes, we may not have obtained full independence uh, in the ways that we think, but to your point, Jag, and T-Leak, 
I think the expression of that in whatever way is, le- is your legal right. I pray prayer hands up because <laughs> what your legal right is um, may vary depending on the color of your skin, unfortunately. But the expression mm-hmm. of your independence or the fact that you can take the day and express what it means to you, I think is important and represents what this country is, is ultimately about. So I think that therein lies the opportunity. But I, I would also, to your point, Tanya, say we, we talk about hot dogs in tea leaf. We talk about <laughs> hot dogs and steaks and the grill. And the question I, I want to pose is what should we be doing on holidays like this? So if this is yes. if this is an American holiday, is 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 it really fireworks? Is that the extent of yes. how we demonstrate? Same thing with Martin Luther King, as you mentioned. What do we do? We take a day off and say I don't have to work, or do we continue to point to the continued effort to make sure that we live by the virtues and ethos of what America stands for. And, and and as a constant reminder, I think there's always opportunity for us as a country and us as a world and a community, black community to continue to grow. Is it a annual acknowledgement of how we need to continue to work towards those things? And I would like to see various expressions of what independence means to people. But I think everybody has universally accepted the fact that the grill is where we're going to demonstrate our, <laughs> our, our expressions of, of independence by taking a day off and not going to work. So I think ultimately when you look at holidays in general, I think they, they in my opinion, they are commercial, commercially driven to mm-hmm. give people a reason to go shopping and boost the economy during that, that window of time. And ultimately I think they, they, they over time lose their significance and our job, everyone's job as Americans is to make sure we uphold the definition through demonstrations to remind people what this day represents. Uh, And obviously depending on what's going on at the stage of your life as a community, as an individual, you should take the opportunity to communicate that, enlighten your children, educate your children about Yes. what you think it represents and not res- reserve it to 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 be a day that you take off if indeed you believe that it's a significant holiday that ju- is justified by the name independence day well i think that's a very good good point if you look at the holidays that we observe in the united states uh, i think they all have been bastardized to some extent by yeah. commercialism and we, we, you know, if, if all Americans aren't going to do it, then I guess I'd make a, a special plea to Black Americans to be more mindful about really everything that we do. But as Jay League said, be especially mindful about these holidays that we, that we celebrate or not and use them as a platform to educate, to become stronger as a community. I think that is a, a, a very good call to action. And I think T. Leak's idea of kneeling on on July 4th, this July 4th, and maybe July 4th in the future, 
but kneeling at 5.22 p.m.? 25. I'm sorry, 5.25 p.m.? Local time, wherever you are at 5.25, not 8.25 Pacific, that 5.25. For eight minutes and 43 seconds? Correct. Is a very good reminder of the social injustice that's going on today. And that we need to be mindful of it so we can attack it. You, 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 can't, you can't solve a problem until you first recognize the problem. This, this is a good recognition exercise that, that we're going to do on July 4th. And, and I want to mention, so actually, on, on Jay Leak's point about the, the, the commercial holiday. The, the interesting thing about this whole sort of post-Civil War, pre-Civil War, how people, different communities, the Black community, the white community... Um, the black community, you know, uh, uh, from the perspective of the white community, how July 4th and Independence Day is viewed is this all has to do with, um, uh, you know, economics, right? And it's the reason what a major sort of underpinning for um, the Civil War, et cetera. And so, you know, as you look at, and, and uh, Jack and I have talked about this on previous shows as a, as a call to action. So we have a specific call to action for July 4th. But as you look at this weekend, you know, and you have the day off, um, look for businesses that um, you can patronize that are black owned, where you can, uh, as I mentioned earlier in the show, there's this, the, the late show and, and John Stewart did, did basically a, 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 basically a schooling of the historical ways in which uh, the economic limitations and regulations have been placed on black people explicitly. Reparations can occur in many different ways. And one of them is to support black businesses that didn't have the million dollar grant from their you know, fathers to, to start them or a hundred million or whatever. So really look for ways in which you can patronize black business during this, this commercial, commercial holiday, right? Agreed. I mean, I think and, and this is a whole nother show, um, but, mm-hmm. you know, I, I guess I've argued in the past that race is a convenient marker, but the real issue is economics. Uh, it has always been economics. It has always been redistribution or distribution of wealth. And only race has been a convenient tool in that. I don't think we should spend a whole lot of effort on trying to make people like or love other people, but we can make a concerted effort to at least not disadvantage certain people in a systematic way that the government has done it throughout this history of America. But all of that aside, I still think I'm going to celebrate Independence Day. And what I'm celebrating again is the concept and the ideals within liberty and justice for all. Are you converted, T. Lee? Uh, well, J. Lee has a hand raised, I think that is. No, I, I would like T. Lee to, I want to see if Jack converted you first. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't want to interrupt the momentum of <laughs> She doesn't want to admit it. Well, no, no, so I, get, I guess. Give us some time. I'm 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 still not convinced I am celebrating. I am convinced that I am 
Uh, I'm trying to think of the word to use. So in, with respect to the question, is Independence Day July 4th only for white people? I will give you a no, it is not only for white people because okay. the, the concept extends to all of us. Now, how that manifests, that's where I think we could we we could potentially have another show. <laughs> well, 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 let me let me let me just interject something here, and I don't know if this will help you or not. Are you just going to revel in your your? No, I'm I'm, oh, I'm about okay. to. I'm, this, this is a segue. There, for a period of time, there was probably no one more mad at the injustices towards black people than I was. I mean, I, I, I deeply studied it. Um, that's why, you know, when people talk about the FHA and giving loans to white folks that allowed them to have equity in their houses and that, that situation not being available for black folks and the GI Bill allowing the veterans to come back, white veterans to come back and buy housing that then afforded them the opportunity to send their kids to school because of the equity in those houses and those advantages not being there for black Americans. To me, that was all old news because, you know, before the internet, I was going to look that stuff up in libraries because I would, it, it, it pissed me off and I wanted to make sure I was knowledgeable about it. And I probably got into a situation where it was it was a bad thing because I was more I was so mad I couldn't take any constructive action. So I guess all I'm saying to UT Leak is there's a lot of pain involved in being a black in this country, but we can't give too much power to our oppressors to make them not allow us to do what we need to do to advance. Um, and that that could be a lack of hope. And I'm not saying you don't have hope because I know you do. But a lot of black people don't have hope. Um, that could be not believing that we can control some things. Yes, our schools are not as good as schools in the white communities. But you, if you still apply yourself, you can get a decent education even in a bad school. And we have to do... And we have to fight to make those, those those schools equal or integrated, truly integrated. But we also have to do the most we can do with what we have. And if we're too mad and too angry and fighting all the time, I don't know if it allows us to do that. So that was a ramble. I don't know if that helped or hurt, uh, but I just <laughs> felt the need to say that at that particular time. I, I'd, like to, I'd like to hook on that piece. And I think I hear this a lot, and it, it, and it becomes cliche that economics is where we need to increase our power. And I, and I believe that's true, but I also believe that I have a question and a statement. The economic power that non-blacks have, has it been fairly doled out and distributed, or has it been done in an advantageous way where they have benefited from as you mentioned, loans, access to capital. So if we don't have that access, and obviously we should continue to fight to get that, but realistically, if you, we talk about, I think last show we talked about sports, if we're, if we're not getting access to that and there's gonna be barriers to entry or barriers to access, economics is important, but I think our, the power of community and cooperative I will say cooperative economics, but the collective, because any business typically requires a community of consumers, 
And that's why people on the internet follow sneaker culture and follow certain products and follow certain brands because there's something that ties them to that brand that ultimately it's a community. It's a fan base. So for us, I think economics is important, but it's also having that support system to be able to get the thing, get access to the things that can put us in position to economically empower ourselves. And I think a lot of times if we're chasing after loans and other things that are inaccessible to us or less accessible to us, we have to start building our own power base, education, community support, so buying black, those type of things. So that's where the conversation, I think this is for another show, of integration. Is, is it beneficial for integration or do we need to continue to segregate, to build our own, which is proven to be successful in the Rosewoods and the Tulsas to do that and then look to integrate once we have economic power to build. So the question becomes, is community first or is economics first? And once again, I think that's a, a, another show, but, but as we're talking about that, I think that's very important in, in, in the comment that you made, T. Leak, about supporting black businesses. That is a way to help them on Independence Day secure or get closer to being a true independent business that may not be reliant on loans and other things because if you have a strong consumer base, you can continue to grow by referrals, by word of mouth, and people can continue to support you and you won't be as reliant on government funds, bank financing, and other things because you have a loyal consumer base that's gonna support you in a sustainable way. Total tangent that I jumped on and hooked on for you, for you, Jag, but I, I appreciate it's a that. very interesting, very interesting conversation. Well, I will say that Jag and I did have, we have a couple of shows that we've touched on, certainly the whole segregation versus integration thing. I don't think we've done a full show, so I think that's something to, to discuss because Jag knows my position on that. T. Lee, um, what show is that? Maybe I can go back and listen to it. <laughs> well, so we haven't done a whole show on that, but we did do a show on whether or not economic empowerment or civil rights was more important or should have been prioritized, which should have been prioritized first. And what you know, you, you seem to be reflecting, in my opinion, is that there is a lot we could be doing economically before we look to you know, sit at the lunch counter um, and I think Jack has actually said this before, is that we didn't sit at the lunch counter at Woolworths because the food was bomb-alicious. We sat at the, food ca- at the, at the, the Woolworths food counter because we just wanted to sit with white people. Right. Well, that's not, the, that's not you know, we, we need to be supporting our businesses that are serving bomb-alicious food. Forget about, you know, um, right. just, just being able to be at the counter. So, so yeah, so there is a show on um, economic empowerment versus civil rights because we made that pivot. We kind of chose that road to go down the civil rights road. And so we've gotten all these you know, leg- pieces of legislation, but as you can see, there's a, there's a, and there are a number of people, one person I'm reading now, Claude Anderson, that, that believe that the, the lack of our development economically actually makes some of the civil rights stuff you know, really just fluff. And so to your point, I think, Cooperative economics, meaning um, the economics that allow us to build our community from within, is absolutely critical. And I will say this, Jack, on the on the the we can't be angry all the time. I certainly agree with that. And and what I think is that 
One of the things with, with anger is that anger is actually a very useful emotion if we know how to channel it properly. And the two things that I'll just say, the last two things, first on the education piece, I think that our community needs to be educated. You were talking about, you did your education, you looked it up on the internet, et cetera. I don't think that the, the breadth of the impact of all of these things, Black Wall Street, um, I was looking at something on Wilmington, North Carolina, where basically a group of white Americans did a coup because too many black Americans had been elected um, into, into office in Wilmington. Um, when you look at things like you said, the GI Bill, the Homestead Act, the FHA. So all of those things, you know, that needs to be communicated to not only black people, but black people in particular, but white people as well, because I don't think there is an awareness of the depth. So, you know, everybody says, get over slavery. After slavery, you know, we always talk about Jim Crow and, you know, us, but there are some very pointed things from an economic perspective. You know, some people don't understand why reparations is actually, <laughs> you know, makes sense because there are all of these things from which black people were specifically excluded that did not allow them to create that generational wealth. And so the, the awareness of that is not as, as broad. And then on top of that, you have the socialization that is, well, you know, if you just pull yourself up by your bootstraps, don't be lazy. So there's this counter argument that says that it really is on the individual. And it doesn't look at what there has been, you know, the benefits that a lot of white Americans have had that has allowed them to be in the positions they're in. So that's what I say about anger. And then on the second thing, so in terms of education, I think that needs to be there because I think that would allow the anger to be, to, to feel, to be honest, validated and rationalized. It's, it's not just you. It's not you as an individual, just not doing your part. The second thing is to give that anger a channel, a place to go. And I think that's what we're talking about in terms of practical solutions, supporting black businesses, showing your solidarity. One of the things that we talked about on the last show is this concept that as black people come together, there is an increase in the amount of ethnocentrism. So this feeling of you know confidence and power that comes from us supporting one another. So again, I think there is that ability for us to create a cycle where we can start building not only the community Jay Lee talked about, but also this generational wealth. If we can come together as a people, but also economically, and if we provide that channel and that specific call to action for people, I think that anger has some place to go. We have a lot of work to do. Okay, well, we got, we got some steps though, we know. So let's continue to push towards our independence on this day. Amen. Go. We'll see you at 5.25 p.m. on your knees, recording. <laughs> Make the aspiration come a little closer to reality. Yes. No Thank stupid you, questions? Thank you, Thank Jay, you Jay League. Our reader, Nada River Nymph. We're closing up, but thanks for joining. And Lunar Lena. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs>